It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. All right. Welcome to episode 44 of the WTATL podcast. I am Junior and I am joined by Abdi, Mark and Tanya. Say hello. Yo, hello, yo, people. yo. And big today we tans. have... A, uh, yeah, we've got big tans. Um, <laughs> and we are joined by a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hello guys, my name is Ardian. Uh, I'm a big Chelsea fan. Um, I'm from North London, so that's that's where you can kind of get my accent from. I think I think that's it. I think that's it. <laughs> cool. So it's it's good to finally have a, a Chelsea voice on the podcast um, because I know a couple of friends are always like, "You you guys never talk about Chelsea." So today <laughs> we're going to talk about Chelsea, and Ardian's going to give us uh, his point of view. On yeah. stuff, uh, but before we start, how are you guys? You guys good? I'm just excited, man. I feel like there's so much going on in football right now, there's lots to talk about. Can we just yeah. pause for a second? How tell you, I hate football, and then all of a sudden, one week on, and she nah, loves do, football do again. Now, nah, do you want to know what I was just about to say? Like, you're, you're a bit more positive than usual, Tanya. I yeah. don't well, know whether there's a reason for that. Or... There, there might be a reason, Mark. Yeah. There might be a reason. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> Abdi, how are you feeling? Uh, I prefer not to speak. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, um, all right. So let's start with um, let's start with Chelsea then. So, Ardian, um, talk us through how. Let's start at the beginning of the season. Um, what what were your views of like Frank Lampard? Obviously, becoming manager, only having like a year of experience with Derby. Were you worried? Were you excited? Obviously, you had the transfer ban as well. And he was bringing in um, a lot of the youngers. Uh, so what? what losing what Hazard as well. Yeah, and losing Hazard as well. What are yeah. you? Personally, when when the announcement of Frank Lampard was, you know, the announcement of Chelsea appointing Frank Lampard as the manager came through, I wasn't excited exactly because one year one year of experience does not make a manager. I feel like you need um, a lot of insight and kind of like broaden your 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 knowledge of football before you kind of take that leap. Um, 
Uh, so personally, I wasn't great. I, I would have went with someone else. There, there was many people out there. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't really happy. Um, then losing Hazard, having a transfer ban made me a bit scared because then I knew for a fact that we would only be playing youngsters or or some of the older lots would have to stick, stick you know, stay on. And I, I wasn't excited at all. Um, we had the announcement of Pulisic at the beginning of the season. I think it was January mm-hmm. before the summer. Yeah. So that, I was excited about that. That's one. We signed Kovacic on a full permanent deal. That's another amazing signing. And you mm. see how, how amazing Kovacic has played for us and the same as Pulisic. Um, so, yeah, um, I felt like the season started decent. Uh, we didn't. We started a bit, it was a bit rocky at the beginning because I don't feel like mm. he knew, Frank Lampard knew about his, his exact formation that he wanted to play. He was playing Kante in a more advanced role, similar yeah. to Sari. So I don't, I don't think that that helped exactly because the people just thought, okay, Frank Lampard's copying Sari ball and it, it, it didn't change the tactics. It's only when it kind of like progressed around maybe like uh, November, December time, you started to see that Frank Lampard knows what he's doing. And I'm, I'm very excited for the season. Um, I feel like now that the transfer ban is lifted, two key signings for us, um, oh, you know, there's, there's only, the only way is up, in it? All right. Um, <laughs> before we start talking about next season, let's, let's continue um, with this season. Um, so a, a, a big contentious point on this podcast was um, Chelsea's three strikers. So yeah. there's Giroud, uh, Batshuayi, yeah. and Abraham. Um, yeah. w- one of our co-hosts, one of my co-hosts here, um, yeah. ranked the the three strikers. <laughs> and... Why are you interrupting me? Say my name, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so Abdi yeah. ranked them. <laughs> yeah, Abdi ranked them, and he had strong yeah. words about um, Tammy Abraham. And oh, and he, and he, I, I can't even remember a lot of the names that he called Tammy Ab- Abraham, but. Um, what, Tomorrow, what, I remember Donkey. I, remember Donkey. I think Donkey was broken. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tammy Abraham, personally, I, I'm okay with. I feel like a young, he's a young striker. What you see is what you get. He's nothing more than what he is. He is a tall, slim uh, striker who's decent at headering, got a, a little bit of pace, a little bit of skill, but it, you can't rely on him for a 20. He's not a 20 goal season striker. He. He was he was he was tipped, he was tipped to be the the second coming of of uh, Didier Drogba because maybe the, the the physique side of football and like the the, the make you know the character traits but um, nah uh, I would prefer any to go with Giroud any day of the week over over Tammy Abraham personally. All right, I love Tammy. But I love him. Hold on, there's one guy who I feel strongly about, and Abdi was like, you know, no, no, he's definitely better than Abraham that you didn't mention. Which is Michi Bashuai. So where do you stand on on, on this guy? Where do you stand on his head in disgust. He's a third. He's a third striker. Like he 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 literally has third striker. <laughs> I don't. He had so many opportunities at Chelsea to, to step up to the plate, and I don't feel like he came. He came with with the 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 the, the, the demand that he wanted to take that number nine slot. When Tanya Hebram was on loan the season before, he came from a Championship side, and he said, "Yo, this is my spot. I'm 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 becoming Chelsea striker." That's why I should have done it mm-hmm. with his experience, and he That's didn't. Point. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, okay, so obviously you've had to, pl- like, like you said earlier, you had to play a lot of um, of the younger players. You, yeah. you, you know, and and obviously this is Frank's first season. So who who in Chelsea shirt has really impressed you? I know you mentioned Pulisic before, yeah. but who has really impressed you? Who who do you think has stepped up? Mm, the best, our best player definitely has been Kovacic. Um, He's uh, by stats wise, he's the he's the be- he has the most successful take ons as a midfielder, 
And you can see from his game when he's having two, three take-ons, successful take-ons per game as a midfielder, as a deep-line midfielder as well. So I want to tell you the hardest position because he's in the middle of the field and he's taking on players and getting past them with ease. Um, and then I think I think from the, the since the restart, since the whole season has started up again, uh, sorry, the second half season started up again, I think it's been for the pitch. Yeah. I agree. Mm, yeah, he's been good, isn't he? Um, yeah, I mean, we've we've been talking a lot about Kovacic and on this podcast. He's he's yeah. uh, mm. definitely stepped up from last season. Well, yeah. Well, for the money for the amount of money we paid for him, I feel like it's a bargain. Forty uh, million, yeah. Forty million, like forty million for a player like that. Like he can play anywhere across the midfield. He can play in the number six, number eight, number ten. Um, he's got all the key key elements of a, of a of a very good attacking midfielder with a little bit of pace, both feet, a little dribble here and there. Uh, yeah, I really enjoy watching concerts. All right. Um, so, how do you feel about um, the race for the top four? Oh, this is interesting. <laughs> Obviously, it's heating up, isn't it? Um, United, <laughs> it's, it's United side is bad, isn't it? United side this season really bad. Now they're now they're back in the game, isn't it? Uh, Leicester are falling off, and Chelsea are, are stationary. I feel like Chelsea have not <laughs> have not hit the fourth gear. They've, they've been they've been for the last couple of weeks since the restart. They've been on third gear the whole time. They they're not attacking. They're not attacking the final third a lot. I mean, um, they're they're not. They don't just. They don't seem like they're on it. Um, the defense is really bad, so it could be anyone's game to be honest with you. How, how do you feel about the game at the weekend? <laughs> yeah, how do you feel, Andy? I. Now <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna get angry because I saw it. Uh, when when Chelsea have 75 percent of the game, yeah, you would think that they would they would be they would they dominate. They they had I think 18 shots. They had only four on target. You think to yourself, come on, man. Like, and I think Sheffield only had five, four on target, three goals. Yeah. It, it says what it says. They, mm-hmm. Sheffield were defending. They have an amazing defence. You can't, you can't deny that. Um, they were playing on the counter. They played, they, they played the, you know, over the top ball perfectly, route one football perfectly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like our defenders, our three main defenders, Kovacic, Rudiger and Zuma, not good enough, man. Um, for a top mm. four team, think about uh, even even City. Like, okay, yeah, they, their defense is a bit bad, but at least they got like uh, Kyle Walker, who's a very good like attacking right back. But he defends. He comes back with he's got his pace to save him a lot to come back to defense. And uh, and I forgot the other guy, the French guy they have that, that plays Laporte. Laporte, so. Laporte yeah. Um, and of course, of course, I feel like Leicester City have a very good defense as well. So I don't know, mate. I don't know. Um, so just. Do you feel like that's been like um, Chelsea's Chelsea's season in a nutshell? Like you 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 get like a few good results and then it looks yeah. like you're about to kick on and then you stutter. Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Uh, when 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 I heard that Tammy was playing in that game and he spied over Giroud, I get it. He got the goal the week the weekend before um, against Palace, um, yeah. but he should have he should have came he should have he should have had that first that first for blood come to score a goal and then he was getting bullied he was getting bullied by the three yeah. man he was he was getting bodied to the floor he couldn't he couldn't catch his feet it's like it's, it's like he was always floating because his legs were always up to his chest because he couldn't <laughs> so nah and I, I knew it I knew from from then that we were going to struggle the first goal came in I was still optimistic I, I said second goal came the second goal came in again I thought okay we'll leave second half if we start the, leave the first half if we start the second half strong we could be back in the game when the third goal came in. I'm not going to lie to you. I, sw- I switched off. I stopped watching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have I one mean, question. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the biggest talking points with regards to Chelsea since the restart is the lack of um, Jorginho, and he hasn't yeah. played at all. 
since since because yeah. you've got those options in midfield and you've gone quite often with Kante, Mount and Barkley, uh, even Kovacic um, yeah. playing some games in and out. But yeah, can you talk to me about Jorginho's disaster class and him getting uh, <laughs> ragdolled about? <laughs> ah, you, him, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Like, what he does, he does amazing. Uh, how he played for Sari and the Sari system. Yes, he was a scapegoat when Sari was there. But I feel like he started the season really strong. It's when he yeah. lost his face to Billy Gilmore. I feel like that killed his confidence, man. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when, you're, when you're getting moved out of your t- uh, the team by an 18-year-old kid, yeah, who stands at, what, five, five six? <laughs> so skinny. But if you're getting moved out of the position like that, that must kill your confidence. And plus, he's been... He's been kind of like uh, teasing with the, with the whole link up with Sari and and Juventus wanting him. So yeah, Frank, Frank Lampard done the right thing. Uh, if, if 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 there's a player in your team that doesn't want to play for you, or it's also it's kind of like teasing that he might leave. There's no point. Like, what's the point playing and giving him giving him time when you can give it to this 18 year old kid who can improve? That's ve- that's very fair enough. Um, but what is the deal with Juventus and these midfielders? I swear down, they need to change their name to midfielder FC. All they do is sign, they just sign Artur. Now they're going <laughs> to sign Jorginho. I'm done with this club. Yeah. But, um, um, what I was going to say is, uh, you know, sorry, Ardian, but a uh, shout out to McGoldrick, who has um, taken a long time to get started in a Premier League. And then, <laughs> and yeah. McGoldrick, McGoldrick, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, man. 32 year old player who's who's, who's an average <laughs> what upper upper league league one lower championship guy to score against Chelsea. Come on, man! Like it just shows, you know, it just shows how bad he plays. Well, all I can no offense, say is no offense to them. Yeah. What I'm gonna say is, as Arsenal's Twitter account said, it's not easy playing Sheffield United, is it? <laughs> I know, early day. Oh. Yeah, I've got, got, got a question as well. I know we're bombarding okay. you with questions, but um, no, so you, you're already you're kind of preparing for next season early. So you've signed yeah. Werner, yeah. you've signed Ziyech, and it looks like there's quite a high chance, depending on whether yeah. you finish in the top four, that Havertz will come yeah. in. You yeah. made a point earlier about your three centre backs being just yeah. so unreliable, and given the yeah. money that you'll end up spending on the three players that I just mentioned probably yeah. not leaving much money for a centre-back does that right. worry you going into next yeah, season very much so very much so um, I would I, I spoke to Tanya uh, recently and I said the money that they're willing to spend 50 million on, on Kai Havertz 60, 50 million however the, whatever the figure is I would not I would rather I'd rather split into two get a very good left back 30 million a very good left back and that 30 million I'd rather, I, don't know, I don't know man I feel like I, I'd invest into someone like an Uku Makano who, who I feel like him, he'll make any defense decent, and I think the the the, the biggest name I would love to have is Kulabalu from Napoli. At a yeah. good age, twenty eight. He's he's he's, mm. he's 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 if you think about a centre half or a Van Dyke esque centre half, he's the second coming in it. So so him with 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 the likes of a Zuma, I wouldn't I wouldn't have Christensen, but the likes of a Zuma and a Rudiger, I feel like would, would improve our defense. Wait, you rate Zuma over Christensen? Uh. Yeah, I feel yeah. Like Zuma has Zuma has the characteristics and like the the way he plays. Uh, I feel like he can he can he can be a decent centre half. Whilst Christensen is too skinny, man. He, he's getting <laughs> bodied around the pitch. And for a centre-half, like I I play I play Sunday league football and and I, I they put me at centre half because because of just whatever in it they put me at centre half and I'm okay playing there. But you're coming up against normal average footballers here, but there's still that physique element that they smack into yeah, you yeah. from the league. It, yeah. it, it comes with that with that type of uh, 
you know, he doesn't, he doesn't have power. He doesn't, it's almost like he's, 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 he's scared. He's intimidated by the, everyone he comes up against. He might be a smart footballer where he tries to try and nick the ball before he gets to the, gets to the, the striker. But then he's getting bodied, man. He's getting dropped to the floor so easily. And mm. I, I, I just feel like Zuma loves a mistake. Like Zuma looks for a mistake. He's like, I ain't made a mistake yet. And he starts to panic <laughs> and then he goes and, and, and he finds one. Um, but yeah, all right. Um, is there Zuma, anything... When his ankle, when his ankle, when, sorry, when his knee went uh, a couple of years ago, that's when I knew he wouldn't be at, at you know, mm. he would never reach his, his full potential. Because uh, when, you're, when you're a footballer, you've got problems with your legs, come on, uh, you, yeah. you would know that you have a problem, it's going to be a reoccurring problem every every so often. So I personally thought we were going to sell him to Everton when he was at learning Everton, and I thought we'd use that money to invest in something else, but we didn't, we chose to keep him, but... I still think he's he's good he's good enough he's good enough to be maybe like a third choice centre half. And and I don't want to burst your bubble, but Havertz no. is not going to cost fifty sixty million. He's going to cost <laughs> like seventy eighty million. So that's even worse. The climate we don't we don't know to be honest because um, I think prices are going to be a little bit lower because of what's going on. So no, nah, yeah. but mm-hmm. by I, I, I said around the sixty. So. But I don't think by Leverkusen are letting him for for sixty million. Yeah, that's short. That's nothing, man. That's chump change for Chelsea, man. It's been that. Yeah, come on. Uh, we haven't spent the season, man. We haven't spent. We, we've, we've, we've sold. Think about. It. We sold. We sold two. We sold uh, Hazard. I think Kante looks like he might go. I don't know. I don't know why. So I have a gut feeling that a, a PSG or something like that would offer like a good eighty million for him. Like I, I have this feeling that I don't feel like Frank Lampard has him in his team. Like he'd rather have like Kovacic and someone else playing in that two-man midfield, or if that's that three-man midfield. Uh, Loftus Cheek, Kovacic, and someone else, um, and then we just keep raising up the money. I, I think I think if Chelsea if Chelsea play it right, I feel like we'll have enough money saved up in the bank. We'll have enough money made up this season to, to invest it in our teammate. Right, I um, hope that don't happen. It's already happening. <laughs> what are you talking I know, about? I know. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Before we move on, yeah, can we just acknowledge um, Rudiger's great assist, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That, that, was a good, that was a good pass, isn't it? He just yeah. laid it off nicely. Banging pass, it was a bloody banging pass. <laughs> I wasn't going to move on. I was just going to say last question, because um, like Mark said, we've been bombarding you with questions. But um, last question, uh, Mark asked myself and Abdi this, and then last week we asked Mark. So we're going to ask you. There's a lot of youngers at Chelsea. There's a lot of young players coming through. There's a couple yeah. starting every week. But realistically, in a football club, will they all make it? Probably no. at that football club, probably not. So, who out of the crop of young players that you have do you think will realistically be in Chelsea's starting eleven or eighteen in five years' time? Um, in the team that, uh, well, of course, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not very. I don't recognise a lot of the like academy players, but the, play, the players that I played this season under under Frank Lampard have got come on, on as a sub and stuff. I don't feel like Tammy Abraham won't be. Uh, I do feel like the likes of... I think Mason Mount is a decent player. I, I feel like there's something special. There's something about him that I, I really do enjoy. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's when he's running with the ball. It's like his, 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 he's not... Physically, he's not there, but his, his leg power, it's like he... And he's both footed, which you always need. I feel like he'll always be there. I feel like mm-hmm. Billy Gilmore. Billy Gilmore has potential to be an amazing footballer. At, nine, at 18 years old, what he's doing right now, he made in the in the uh, cup cup game against Liverpool. He made Fabinho look like a 
bloody child. The way yeah. he, I'll, I'll be honest, no, he, like, he, was, he was class that day. He was class. And, and when I when I um, watched that game, sorry to cut you in there. When I yeah. watched that game, that was the first time that I had seen him play ever. I think, and I actually kind of thought, wow, this guy is a player. Yeah. And I admit there and then, and it looks like he'll, he'll go on to to get nailed down a first team spot at Chelsea. There's something there's something that has changed a lot, and I feel like I do have to thank like the likes of Barcelona a few years ago that have made that defensive midfield are you know the 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 main the main image of a defensive midfield you think big powerful wins every header, and thanks to Barcelona they have changed that because Billy Gilmore wouldn't have get, wouldn't have been given a chance if it wasn't because of them because he's like I said he's slim he's really he's short he doesn't win the most headers and stuff like that but playing from the back like when he drops and collects the ball from deep and bringing it forward. May I feel like he he can only you know the sky's the limit, my friend. Uh, what about um, he was like it was a big talking point maybe like beginning of the season towards November ish because he was injured, but now it's gone really silent on Callum Hudson Odoi. Where, mm. where where do you stand on him? Well, I I didn't even mention him in this conversation uh, <laughs> because I'm not gonna lie, I, I've. There's something about him that I feel like since he got that Bayern money, he's dropped off. When when sorry, when Bayern Munich wanted him and then Chelsea kept it for for a hundred million, I think he's sorry, a hundred thousand. He's obviously. Uh, I, I think he's 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 made it in his head. He's made it. He's probably loving life. He's enjoying himself. And that's 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 Chelsea's problem. Like I would have never offered him that amount that amount of money if 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 I was in charge of a board like that because you're, if you're giving a 19 year old 100k a week, like you would. Unless he's, you know, he's going to save it or he's a very family-oriented person or all that type of stuff, um, you know, of course he'll go and enjoy himself. And I feel like that's what happened. Uh, then the, the quarantine all this started. Uh, he was caught out with a with a lady and stuff. And ever yeah. since then, um, he, he hasn't been he hasn't been at his best. Pulisic has taken his spot. Um, Williams getting played over him. The old man William, who has just that little that little <laughs> that burst of pace, but that's it. Um, oh yeah, uh, I, I, I think I think it's going to be. I feel like Loftus Cheek is going to be there at Chelsea for the next five years. Um, hopefully his leg gets better because um, he had a really bad knee problem, I think, as well. Um, I don't feel like uh, Christensen's going to be there because he's one of our academy graduates as well. I don't feel like he's going to be at Chelsea in the next five years. What about James? I I love Reece James. Um, he needs he needs to kind of like sort out sort out his defending a little bit. Because he's very, he's very attack oriented. His ball, whenever he touches the ball, he thinks about going up. Uh, he needs to sort out his defending a little bit more, and then I feel like he'll be a good, good uh, future prospect for Chelsea. Cool. All right. Uh, about James being like a combination of Trent and Wan Bissaka is a bit much, to be honest. I his physique, his physique for a footballer is ideal. Like he's he's a he's a big guy who's got a pace, can use both feet. Like I, I think he he could he could be really good. For us. <laughs> Right, Where's um, Where's Tamori? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Tamori, man. Oh, I I like Tamori, man. I feel like Tamori. I don't, I don't know. Like I I I feel like he needs to go on loan. I feel like he needs to kind of like uh mm. you know uh he got a bit gas. He got a bit excited when when we started getting play, playing more more for Chelsea. I feel like he needs to kind of find his feet again. So go out on loan for a season. Come back at what twenty two? He'll be twenty two when he comes back for the season on loan. And I feel like he'll be ready to play. But I don't know if he's going to be at Chelsea for the next five years. It all depends how, how he plays for the next year or two. Fair enough. All right. There's still a lot of football to talk about. So let's, so let's go. So much to talk about. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Come on. So, um, 
<laughs> Let's just get out of the way, okay? I'll see you next week. I was going to say, you can't, just do it. Let's just yeah, get out of the way. So there was a North London derby this weekend. Oh, yeah. North yeah. London is white. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that is racially sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, um, so Arsenal travelled to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium for the first time ever. Stupid name for a stadium, man. <laughs> I was thinking about it, yeah. I actually deeped it. Think about it from a marketing perspective, yeah. If you go mm-hmm. to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, everyone's going to know it's Tottenham Hotspur. And so that name is going to reverberate, especially because they have NFL games. They're going to have events and stuff there. I was thinking yeah. it, it's slightly dumb, but also slightly genius because uh-huh. everyone around the world is going to be like, well, that's Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. We're going to Tottenham Hotspur. The name's just going to reverberate. And that's you a said nightmare. It, Junior. You said it, Junior. That's a nightmare. How long do you think that brainstorm session took where they said, okay, after five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I was in there for a minute. Like, why don't we uh, <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, I think them man made a mistake. They didn't realise doing. I, you know, saw beyond. But anyway, we're not here to talk about their stadium name. So anyway, um, Tanya, why, why don't you take away? When you take it Do you away. know what? First thing I will say, right? I've come on here and I've been criticising how we've been playing and everything, right? But I just want to address those Arsenal fans that were doing a lot of this. And I'm doing the hand-mouth gesture. A lot of talking, right? You all thought you was going to win 3-1. I was seeing 4-0. You know, I'm even hearing people saying, oh, yeah, um, David Luiz is a better defender than Alderweire. All of this nonsense, right? This is what happens. This is what happens. (laughs) You know, I I did think we were going to lose. I think Arsenal, really, you're going to be more gutted you didn't win that game. (laughs) But I just still think you can't just, you know, assume that you're going to win. Form goes out the window in a derby at the end of the day. But, um, you know what? I was was impressed. I think Mourinho got it right tactically. I can't speak. He got the tactics right. Um... I think, obviously, Lacazette's goal was mad. Like, when that went in, I was like, oh, I think this is going to be a, a very long day. Yeah. Son's um, goal was a masterpiece, though, to be fair. Well, thanks for Kalasinac for the assist. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I joking? And Abdi and Junior just looked at me like I'm just done. But you know mad. what? A lot of the Arsenal fans, you know, they're saying, oh, we should have won the game. You know, it was mistakes. That's not my problem. At the end of the day, it's not my problem that Kalasinac, you know, didn't pass backwards. It's not my fault that, you know, the goal went in in the set piece for the corner. Big up Toby, man. Sick goal, sick goal. But I think, you know, this is... You certainly look wounded. But I just think for me, it was just good to see us playing a little bit of football at least. I don't think it was a brilliant performance, don't get me Uh, wrong, but it was nice to see a bit of attacking football for a change. Do you know what? I've seen for like the first time, maybe the first time, um, like Tottenham Hotspur players come out. I don't know why I just said the full name there. Spurs players. I know, like, it's because of the. the I told the you! I told yeah. you! It's a stroke no, of genius! Right. 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 Cool. Alright, fair enough. Um, Bruh, train of thought gone. Um, oh, no! I don't, what was that even saying? You were going to say something oh, about uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen like a couple of them. I think it was Ben Davis and, and someone else. Like they're, they're coming out and, and being a bit more positive now about Mourinho's brand of football and saying that 
um, they really are trying to work into his ideas and kind of roll with it. And yeah. so I'm seeing a bit more positivity. I don't know, are you noticing that as well? Or Yeah, I think so. Um, but it's whether Tottenham fans are going to be happy with that style of football because I can't remember the exact stats, but was it something like we had 30-something percent possession at home? You know, that's not, for me, that's not good enough. But, you know, the count, we played on the counter-attack. It worked. It got us the win, which I was happy about. Listen, I was... <laughs> I was happy, you know. I was I was not even going to be bothered if we didn't play great. And we did it and we got the win. So, you know, I think they will... I think, you know, Mourinho needs to be backed in the summer. I keep saying it. But I, I just think defensively, I still... I have a lot of questions. I think Ben Davis, although he had a good game, I don't think he's good enough. Mm. Aurier, he made a few mistakes. Um, rest in peace to his brother, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Very, yeah, very yeah. sad. Um he's not good enough for me and I still mind you Toby's played really well since the restart I don't know why we left him out to be honest he's he's our best centre back yeah yeah. true true no my last comment before um, people jump in again I've just lost my train of thought so someone jump in (laughs) I'll jump straight back in afterwards Um, uh, I think Mark you need to start writing this stuff down <laughs> oh, that was it. Right. Um, so I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, with a big result like that, big derby win. For me personally, right, if you don't go on to win your next game, that result means nothing. I know you have to follow that up now with with yeah, more positivity, more wins. If you go out and, and draw or lose your next game, it just goes straight back to Which what you... it was before that win. The whole knowing Tottenham. And, Knowing Tottenham, that probably will happen as no, well. No, but I, but you like sure you're going into this next game. If you if you get a couple of wins on the bounce, like this this final part of the season, the final what six games or so are so like they're really important for the following season as well. Yeah, you can pick 100%. up momentum here. Yeah, which which a lot of teams are to be to be fair. And Arsenal, you like you you guys picked up momentum and depending on depending on the result of your next game, if you go out and get a win now, the momentum will still be there. It's against you. <laughs> Game after that, because <laughs> obviously, that's uh, tomorrow as well. No, it's today. No, it's tomorrow. It's at eight. Yeah. Is it tomorrow? Is it today? There's only one game tonight. Oh, oh yeah, Chelsea yeah. play tonight. Oh, I was just testing okay. you guys. Oh, Junior's that nervous. He's thinking it's 24. Yeah, hours like, oh, it's tonight. It's tonight. <laughs> I'm sweating. Uh, no, I'm okay. <laughs> We're just uh okay. We'll talk about it. Yeah. So, um, hear what you guys think, Abdi and Junior, because I've not actually spoken to you guys about the game. I was expecting, you know, you messaging on the group chat. I didn't come yeah. back. I was like, I'll save it. I'll save if, it. So, if Tottenham lost, it's I was waiting. I didn't Tanya. talk about it on Sunday because, boy, I was ready to burn down everything, man. I've my shirt. I didn't even want to see that thing ever again. Like, honestly. Oh. But anyway, give it up to Mourinho because Mourinho knows how to win big games. And that's yeah. the truth. That's facts. If Mourinho is in a big game, he knows how to maneuver. Arteta's naive um, in that aspect. Really? Still. You think is it, naive? No, he is. Oh, you just That's, mean in jet? Okay, yeah. Like, he's only had, what, uh, two months in charge or three months? How many, how many of a months he's been in charge? Um, he's only had, like, how many of a games? But, so, obviously, he's going to learn. But Mourinho, obviously, in my opinion, out-savvied uh, Arteta. Um, yeah. Played the perfect game plan in terms of soak up all the pressure. Yeah. And then Arsenal had... Nothing. We took off Pepe, which was um, we had. Then we had no creativity on on the pitch. 
they hit us on a on a counter attack multiple times. We had um, look. I never feel comfortable watching an Arsenal game when you have a back three of Mustafi, David Luiz, and Kalasinaj. So any <laughs> Arsenal fan who are guessing. <laughs> Saying that it was gonna be comfortable the with that back are in town, in it. The circus are in town. Bro, <laughs> Arsenal fans are delusional to think that we could be solid with Kalasinac, David Luiz, and Mustafi as a back three. There's no strength in midfield. Um, like, fair enough. Like, Sabayos has played pretty well. Yeah, he played really good. He played really good that game. Yeah. Um, and you know, no, he's played well. For yeah. a while now, no, not for a while. It's been about, I think since the restart. Yeah, you've yeah. got to give it to him. I, I, okay. I think he's played well, and he's. you got. You also got to remember it's 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 difficult to be, um, to shine bright in a team that at the time of the the restart wasn't shining too bright. I think he's come out and, and done quite positively. I've got to be honest. I mean, uh, it's it's not that's not my issue with Sabios. Um, not not him. Yeah playing well in a team that's not I think there's a lot of things and Emery plays a big part in in the, the whole process of Sabayas not playing well but anyway um, I thought him and Shaka did really well and in the first half we should have we, basically we should have put that game away way yeah. before Tottenham had uh, a sniff basically Aubameyang yeah. hit the, the bar um, oh. and Pepe had a couple chances but Look, credit to Tottenham, they stayed in the game, which is what Mourinho's game plan was, and they hit us on a break, and we crumbled. Mustafi diving in on Kane is one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen on a (laughs) Because, and and Alan Smith, the whole way through the first, Mustafi's improved, he doesn't dive in. I think Mustafi must have listened to that and go, yeah, bet, watch, watch this. (laughs) Um, You're blaming Alan Smith. All the greatest why is Alan Smith talking like, oh, Mustafi's improved, Mustafi's improved? No, he hasn't. But anyway, um, but yeah, no, I hate to say it, but credit to Tottenham and Mourinho got it right. And yeah, let's move on. Abdi, do you have anything to say? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I want to hear from you, Abdi. I'm not trying to draw you out. I want to hear from you. So basically, the, the issue was we've got Sideshow Bob and two kebabs on the each side. <laughs> <laughs> How do you ever... <laughs> Mustafi was playing well for an hour and then that last half an hour was literally his greatest hits all in one half an hour <laughs> he said my time at Arsenal might be done so I have to provide some memory that was one of the things I've ever seen Kilassan actually I just said it before he's just a kebab that's it Landon that's what he is he can't attack he can't descend he can't pass five yards he can't position himself well why is he playing for he's just useless and the biggest issue for us, not only defensively, um, with those back with that back three, like if you can't defend well, you should be able to at least create chances, and we can't create chances consistently. So our the the our front three players are not getting the service enough. The only time we ever looked at dangerous at all was when Lacazette got deep. Yeah. And the, like you said, Junior said um, uh, Mourinho got the tactics right. Like you said, Tanya as well. The best thing that Mourinho did was. He knows that our outlets is our fullbacks because yeah. we play four. And he, yeah. I, saw it, I thought Tottenham were going to play four two three one with Winks to Sissoko with Lacelso in front, but he played Sissoko on the right wing. Yeah. Did a good job of get you know stopping Tierney getting, and you know we're playing. And also like if Tierney was playing as the left centre back and we played Saka as the left wing back, but instead we play like I said we play this stupid kebab. You can't even pass oh, yeah. straight. <laughs> and like you know. 
we score an stunning goal, and a minute later, this idiot passes without looking. And there you go. That's the that's the game plan done. Now we have to be on the uh, front foot again. We had uh, we had the you know something we could hold on to for a bit. But if we got to halftime, I honestly, I genuinely believe we would have won the game. If we got mm. to halftime. But then, like you said, that's what you said. And I knew we were on nonsense from the first minute when David Louise is trying to shield the ball on the edge of the area when he's the deal. <laughs> he spreads his legs and Harry Kane pokes it straight through. And that's the Lucas Moore stop. I was like, oh, God, we can go today. And then, like I said, and Mustafi and Junior said, mentioned it, the sliding. Oh, I nearly lost him and I nearly flipped my whole head. <laughs> And then I said, the thing, now, 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 what we're going to do now? Like, European football is gone for the season because we're too far ahead. When else is one? Yeah. This is a big game we couldn't afford to lose. And we, we like, you know, and the thing is, once we go 2 1 down with five minutes to go, we don't have anything on the bench really that can help change the game. We don't create enough chances. We don't have really, and plus, when Lacazette is running for 70 minutes and he's dead, he's got nothing. We, what are we going to do? Abamian's still seeing out left wing, we're taking Pepe off. We don't really have any, anyone else to, to help, you know, get chances or score goals. And so that's it. That's now a whole season rides on. Praying that we can beat Man City on Saturday. You, you never know. You never know. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> oh, so, right, so before we move on from Arsenal, then, so what do you think you will rest players tomorrow in anticipation yeah. of that cup semi, or do you think no. we'll go full strength uh, for both? Big gap, I think. We, I think we play Wednesday and Sunday, so. I don't yeah, think so, it's but this is the same. I don't. I, I don't think I've seen Aubameyang, for example, actually have a rest since we've restarted. Mm. I think he's played every yeah, game. That's true. Um, but but I, do, I don't think. I don't. Uh, personally, the way Arteta has like managed so far, I don't see it personally. Um, him resting uh, against Liverpool. Liverpool, regardless of where Arsenal are, is still a big game. Like, and if you oh, of course. put yeah. out like a reserve players or like whatever. Uh, or your second string, or or you rest players and you get thumped, then Arteta's gonna have his head on like like obviously right. he's not gonna have his head on the line in terms of like being the sack or whatever, but he's he's gonna have to take the blame for that basically. Let, let me clarify though, because I didn't mean like go crazy and change the whole chop and change everything. No, I, I mean what like, you mean. do you think you'll little free changes and just maybe rest like for example your biggest hitter for the actual mm. game that is a one off on Sunday? Yeah. Or, I hear what you're saying, but like you need to figure out that Inketia is banned for three games. Well, two more games now. True. And yeah. you literally have no other option as well. That's I true. could see him maybe changing, like hopefully get the like kebab snatch out of it. And then hopefully, <laughs> 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 like, yeah. hopefully bringing in someone like I don't know, maybe you could bring in Rob Holding. He could yeah, probably yeah. change Maitland Niles or like for for a Bellerin or something. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Saka will probably yeah. come back. Saka will start, I think. But it's crazy. We, we we don't have any. We don't have the option. It's like it's like Big Shaq second. I don't think you have the facilities for that big man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I really don't see it, Mark. If we do, I'll be really surprised. And um, and I don't really see like there's some teams like Man City, Liverpool. I think you could play like you could rest a couple and you'd still be a strong team. I don't I don't think Arsenal can. Yeah, might, we don't have strong enough first eleven. You think we could rest players, bro? It's no, like, but if you, uh, what I will say, right, I, I personally think Tottenham are lucky to win, right? I'll be honest with saying that. But you can't yeah. say you ain't got good players. I'm not going to lie. Your fullbacks are much better than ours. I think Tobias Simeon feels pretty good. You've got a, you've got a brilliant striker. 
Your goalie's pretty good, Martinez. I mean, he was man of the match. Yeah, he played wicked. He, he was. Played wicked. He has been wicked since he came yeah. in. You know, I've got to be honest. Yes. I actually he, really he, rate him. Did you know that? Um, in an interview, they asked him like, "Why don't you leave Arsenal?" He goes, "One day I'll be number one," and that's the kind of hey! like. That's the ratings. Yeah, I love yeah. that kind of mentality. I hear that, I hear that, but big man, relax in it. Leno's the man in. No, 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 no I know. He's, well. he's got competition. He's playing really good, man. And also, it's yeah, like he's you need... playing against eleven, and he's playing against our defenders as well. So it's hard. For him. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you have to think about you need that kind of um, those kind of players in the club, club who love the club. Because when you see the posts after the game, only Martinez really just posted. Yeah. Like, he was like, this one hurt. The rest of them man were like, we'll bounce back, we'll bounce back. I don't care about bouncing back. I want to know that I'm hurt now and you're hurt too. Because anyway, <laughs> but anyway. Um, we move. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Come uh, on, Sam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I still uh, hate you though. So the race for the top four. Let's, let's talk about that. So last night, um, Man United were 2-1 up in the 95th minute. And then... <laughs> There goes a corner, like, uh, audience smiling. <laughs> I, I got nothing to say in it. I was just going to, you guys no. talking it. I'm just gonna... Bro, I, I texted <laughs> my again, mate man. who's a Chelsea fan. I said, yeah. um, I said, how like, how happy are you? He said, bro, I celebrate more than the Southampton. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that was the exact words. Um, well, what I will say is that we, I have a Chelsea fan who lives literally across the street. And when yeah. Man United, uh, when Obafemi scored that goal, all I heard was, yes, yes, this is outstanding. <laughs> and we've got Forrest tomorrow. <laughs> I swear yeah. down, he, man said, this is outstanding. <laughs> That's how it was gas. Uh, but yeah, uh, who, who, who do you think that, and, and also like on Sunday, I think it was. Um, Leicester got pumped, didn't it? Leicester got pumped. Yeah. The Yunchu yeah. got pumped. Uh-huh. Who saw that coming? So, we got our spies everywhere, don't forget. We got our, our agents everywhere. Yeah, Solanke. Solanke, come on. <laughs> w- uh, I, how, how mad is it, though, just quickly, that all four teams, obviously not Norwich because they're down already, but all four teams who are now in contention yeah. for those final two one. relegations, oh, they all won. They well, couldn't yeah. muster a win between them. And then... we'll, we'll talk about um, the relegation bit in, in just a cool. second. So let's just let's go back to the top four. Um, so Leicester obviously are going to be without Siunchu. They have um, you know Bennett and they have uh, Morgan who can step in. But um, what do you think? Who do you think the top four are, is going to be? Um, me personally, I think it's it's Chelsea and Man United. Me personally, yeah, yeah, uh, same, same. but yeah, yeah, what do you guys think? Well, I'll be honest. I- the whole season, literally the whole season, maybe not at the very beginning, but from a certain point, I've been saying Leicester will get it. I actually mm. don't think they'll get it anymore. No. I, this is the first time that I've actually thought, I don't think they'll get it. Because they're just not playing well at all. Yeah. Um, and United are playing very well. Obviously, last night wasn't the best result for them. but And they have had a very easy run of fixtures, I must say. Yeah, I was going to just um, say, yeah. yeah. But wins are wins and, and that's what gets you up the table and they've been doing that. Chelsea, you look like you could win or lose literally any game put in front of <laughs> any you. Any game, yeah. I'm, uh, I, I can see, I can, yeah, from what I'm seeing here, is every every striker who's off form, come to Chelsea, you can bang <laughs> one or two goals, here or something, stop, come on, we're helping everyone. He's going for the Feeling from the rich, feeling from the rich and give it to the poor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what I was going to say is that 
it's interesting though because in the final day of the season, Chelsea faced Leicester, um, Wolves, yeah. and, and Man United faced Leicester. So Ooh. that is really yeah. interesting if it stays as tight as it is right now. To, tonight is massive for Chelsea, and I'm not just saying that because this is the one game that you you're, you'll think to yourselves, if we don't pick up three points here, we, we could really mess this up for ourselves. Because your final two games are difficult. Yeah. Very, like, Leicester's games are quite difficult as well. They've got Sheffield, Tottenham and Man United as well. So Ooh. It's going to get interesting, man. Yeah. Oh, it already is interesting. Well, what I is can't the, getting a lot of points there in those what, games. What is um, Chelsea's game after Norwich? Sorry. Liverpool. Um, um, oh, Liverpool. Oh, Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Liverpool at Anfield. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, so Chelsea have got tough games as well. They've got, yeah. they've got Wolves That's in the last That's what day. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the, the funny thing about Chelsea though, I feel like I feel like against the top six, we're playing decent, man. I I, I don't I I feel more confident when we come up against the top six than than than, than the bottom six. Um, and especially this time of the season, Liverpool have won the league. They'll, they'll probably come come like slacking a little bit, where we can probably nick, nick three points or nick a point of them. I'd rather play them against than against anyone in the bottom six right now. To be honest with you. Fair enough. Mm. Well, since we are now, this is a good segue. Thanks, Ardian. Um, it's like you've done this before. Let's let's talk about the bottom six. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about the bottom six because um, that is getting very tight. And I've got the table here. So Brighton are on 36 points. West Ham are on 34. Watford are on 34. Bournemouth are on 31. And Aston Villa are on 30. Obviously, we all know that Norwich has been relegated. Yeah, um, yeah. But as Mark said before, crazy that Aston Villa, Bournemouth, Watford and West Ham who couldn't buy a win before all won. I still think it will be as it stands though, for me. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't will. think it will change. I feel sorry for Bournemouth because I, I, I do like their, their their team tactics. I do I love their manager. I can't like Eddie Howard, he's, he's bare likable. So I, I, so I do feel kind of sorry for them. Yeah. Like, do you know like what? Fun fact, mm-hmm. and this is a genuine fact because this was on the, uh, it was an article on the Athletic about when we hired Jurgen Klopp. Uh, we whittled it down to a three man shortlist, and this is yeah. all factual. The final three man shortlist was Jurgen Klopp, Carlo Ancelotti, and Eddie Howe. No! Yeah, no be- way. yeah, 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 and that's facts as well. Interesting. I feel like- isn't it? I feel like Eddie Howe, yeah, he 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 can put confidence in a lot of teams, isn't it? And like what like what um uh, the, the the Sheffield United manager's doing, uh, Chris, where is his name? Is he? Chris uh, I feel like he, he, he's, yeah, he's 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 given a lot of team confidence. I feel like Eddie Howe can do the same thing with a big team if he gets the opportunity. That is. I, yeah. Do you know what? When 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 he was on that three man shortlist, obviously things were a bit different for him. Yeah. Than mm. than to what they are now. That I don't happens. think yeah. he lands any big job right now. No. But it will be interesting to see what he does if and perhaps when Bournemouth go down and whether he stays with yeah. them or. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's tough um, when you have to buy the calibre of player that he's buying and trying to play the type of football he's trying to but, play. Uh, just what he has spent. He spent no, he has, money. Yeah. He's no, I, money. I know. I, I when I say the type of player he's buying, I'm not at all talking that he's not spending money because he has he spent 20 million on Ibe 20 million on Solanke he's, he's spent um, he bought Billing he bought um, and some other players as well and Ake and all this kind of stuff so I'm not I'm not disputing, yeah. I'm not yeah. disputing that at all it's more of like if he had better technical players um, you might see a different 
because Bournemouth try to play their way out of situations, but mm-hmm. they, they don't. They sometimes do it to their detriment, where they're just putting themselves under pressure a lot. Um, so you guys don't see any change at all. You don't see. Um, no, okay. Yeah. What shot Bournemouth in the foot? What shot Bournemouth in the foot was was um was what's his name um Brooks when Brooks got injured at the beginning yeah. of the season that, they were done for they were completely done yeah. for and, I, and they're lucky that he's back now that they're lucky that the, the the Premier League was extended now now he can potentially play but if he wasn't at all they would have no chance whatsoever they'll be in Norwich's position right now. The, the, the thing about Brooks is, is that when he got injured at the end of last season and it was a bit yeah. of a serious injury and then he got yeah. injured at the beginning of this season again, I yeah. think yeah. It, what I worried about was um, Brooks coming back a different player. And obviously, like you said, um, the Premier League's been extended, so he's been able to come back. Yeah. But I don't yeah. think he, he's obviously for... Uh, he hasn't hit the ground running. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't. Yeah. He hasn't. So it, because I think he would have helped Bournemouth. He's very creative. He's um he's very direct as well. He has one thing on his mind is that's to get a goal or an assist. And I think he made, yeah, us, look silly. He made us look silly in Stamford Bridge last season. I remember he dictated the game. He was he was defending. He was he was attacking. He was creating chances from from absolutely nothing. And and I think I think they beat us last season at Stamford Bridge. He's a very exciting player. I really like Brooks. Um, it was it was sad for them when he when he got injured. Uh, but talking about um, another player in one of the bottom six teams, Antonio. So Antonio oh, scored yes. four goals um, against wow. Norwich, which evidently relegated Norwich, uh, yeah. but also did wonders for West Ham's um, goals conceded. Like So their goal difference is now way better than any of the teams below them. Um, but we got, we got a uh, question. Um, posted on our Instagram that asked if we thought that Antonio could make it at any of the top clubs um, and be a top Premier League striker. What are your opinions? Um, He's a good backup. I'd say that. He's yeah. a good backup. Him coming, him coming off the bench in any top six side, I feel like that's, he'd be really good because he's, he's got it. Like, I feel like he, if he, he, now he's getting given the opportunity to play in striker. He's playing amazing. He was given the opportunity of playing right wing back. He done a very good job. Uh, so I feel like he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. No. When I first, when I saw that question, literally, I'm not gonna lie. Within like zero point two or three seconds, I thought no. That was, that was my first thought. I immediately just thought no. But then you think you made you made a good point there, Artie, and I maybe I didn't kind of think I was kind of thinking would he go in as the number one? Yeah. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. But when you think maybe, but even then. Would and I, this is not a disrespect because I think he's a good player. Would I want him as my backup striker as Liverpool again? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Oh, so no, it, it depends not. how you look at it. So I think perhaps like if you look at it in a way, you can be a top Premier League striker without being at one of the big six. Yeah. Does I, do I think he's at that? Level? Probably not. But no. he, mm-hmm. I think he's, a, I think he's a good player. And if I was a West Ham fan, I'd be happy to have him in my team. What he I works will, really hard, definitely. He, he works does. really hard. His work rate is really good. What I will say is I, I agree with Mark because I did the same thing. Um, but the way you put it, Ardian, um, what I will say is he, he also would provide a very good plan B. So you know how, like, for example, um, especially the top six, they play a certain way. Yeah. Um, and if things aren't going your way and you bring on someone like... Um, Antonio, he, he'll, he'll bully defenders. He will, he will yeah. be a nuisance. He'll put himself yeah. about... Um, and that is a very good point. Like, I never thought about it like like that. If you need a plan B, it's kind of like Arsenal bringing on Giroud um, to float crosses in and, and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's uh, 
It's a yeah, no, I like Antonio. I think I, 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 yeah. I personally do believe that if you give these type of players and they're like a Danny Ings, like an Antonio, like you might not think they're they're top striker Premier League material, and they probably ain't. Like at the end, they, I don't, they probably ain't. But um, I do feel like they'll they'll try their hardest, and they might get they might not be a ten goals, a, a double digits uh, goal a season striker, but they'll they'll do their best in it, and that's all you need mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You need someone to like you said to bully defense, to make yeah. them cause a problem, maybe like cause like a, a crack back pass and then they're on the ball. Like, you need uh-huh. that. You need those type of players. Absolutely. Um, I think his biggest his biggest asset is his versatility, and yeah. he does play sort of like with the chaos factor, which for me makes him perfect for Everton. He just seems like an Everton player. For an me. Everton. <laughs> yeah, I see that. I see that. I was, just, yeah. I was just gonna say, I think he's at he's at the the perfect club like West Ham try to play football the right way obviously they're at the um, wrong end of the table to where they'd like to be but I think they try to play football the right way and, and not with the manager they got now yeah not with Moyes but like previously like Pellegrini and and yeah I mean West Ham are a bit of a shambles but um, damn yeah. right they are let's move on I, I, I was watching um, highlights of the games and I realised that there were quite a few penalties there were four penalties um, this weekend uh, yeah this weekend and there were three different takers, uh, and they're all their style of penalties are really a marks trying to think. So Dini scored two, Jimenez scored one, yeah, yeah. and Stanislas scored uh, Stanislas scored against um, against Leicester. And their their style of taking penalties are really different. So Jimenez did the little like little run up, and then he put it into the corner. Dini was just run up and smashed the ball. Exactly, yeah. Huh? I like how Junior demonstrated that with his hands. Oh no, it's you, couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't you couldn't see my feet. You couldn't see my feet. My feet were doing the same thing. And then Stanislas um he had the cool run up and he and he and he side footed yeah. it. So I, my question to you guys is um if you were a penalty taker for your team, what would be your penalty um style? Like how would you take penalties? I've seen Smashing. Mark take penalties. I've seen Mark take penalties. <laughs> <laughs> is it any good? Is it any good? Can I, can I just say one thing? Mark, we can't hear you at all. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you're kind of distant. Right, he's cut off now. <laughs> can't oh. Yeah. Well, I'll answer your question then, Julia, whilst Mark sorted himself out. I definitely just bang it in in the middle, like smash it, because so, I, I reckon I wouldn't be the best footballer, so I'll just have to just run really quick and just bang it in and hope it goes in. So, proper Troidini. Yeah, proper Troidini, man. That's me. <laughs> Uh, how but about I you guys? We wouldn't get much power on it. Um, I'm back. Go on, Mark. Um, no, I was going to say, have any of you seen what Troy Adini said to um, uh, my man? Who, who was I playing against? Bravka. Huh? The Bravka. The Bravka. The Bravka. So he, he went down What's the middle first time, obviously. And he was like, um, he went and said to the Bravka, I'm going down the middle again. <laughs> and he went down the middle. <laughs> And Debravka like, didn't believe him. How is it in 2020 that people have not clocked Troy Deeney's penalty? He smashed it on the middle. <laughs> I know. But he played mind games and it worked. Well, <laughs> so, you know um, what? That took a lot of cojones then, I tell you. Oh, oh I'm thinking about it. Hey, <laughs> thinking about cojones. No need. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, so how would you guys take penalties? Tanya said how she would take hers. Yeah. I think um, come up with some smart-ass yeah, no, I'll just place it in the top corner every single time. <laughs> Precision. I'll take it from the halfway line and just bring it. <laughs> like like my passes. Do you know how I'm going to take a penalty? 
I'm going to score every time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, seriously, how would you take penalties? No, I, I would go for uh, precision and power as as I've best as, cup, as best as possible. I've seen it. The goalkeeper, goalkeeper's going in the back of the net as well. I've seen. It. <laughs> uh, how about you, Ardian? I don't know, mate. Um, I think I think I'll do like a Hazard. I think Hazard takes he takes the coolest penalties, isn't it? Like you can see, he's always going to hit the corners. He never aims up because if you aim up, you might have an opportunity of missing. So he always goes to the corners. Yeah, goes either left, right, or through the middle. I think I'll do the same thing. I think I'll just see go a little little dink, little like little, little shimmy. See where the goalkeeper's going to move and then spot on the other side. Fair enough. Abdi, Abdi, I'm waiting for this. I told you. I'm I'm think. I'll take I like you from the corner flag. No, I want a wall. I want a wall. <laughs> no, Joe, go on, go on. I I'll do, I'll do the, 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 the Cruyff technique, but I mean, I would do uh, the Henri and Pires the way they did it. <laughs> oh, you, would you, would you make it work? No, <laughs> no, no. For Bans, I'll, I would forget to, to pass the ball out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the, 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 the most certain penalty taker is, uh, is Kane and Aguero. I was, you know, I was just about to say yeah, because I was going to go back to my point on just precision and power. I was going to say similar to Harry Kane and, and yeah. going back a bit more Steven Gerrard where it was just I'm picking my spot I'm going there and you're not saving this is essentially what they do mm. yeah um, I think for me I always avoid taking penalties in games but um, if I had to take one you're a bottle job bro you bottle job <laughs> Bottle job. No, I'm joking. There are players. No, Junior who are prefers better the assist. I, exactly. I, I, I appreciate that. You um, can appreciate. That there a are lot. players who are better suited to, to to penalties situations, but I would just aim for the corner like all the time. Um, okay. It's just make it difficult for the for the keeper. Um, non shocking news: Man City will oh, play yeah. Champions League next season. Oh, oh no! I forgot I about this. Yeah, I can't believe that. Do you know what? Uh, I'm really annoyed about that. I just think, what is the point in financial fair play? What's the point? I, I mean, like you said, it's not a surprise, is it? It's Man City. It's probably paid them off anyway. The money well, they, they had, got. The, they had allegedly. to get fine. Allegedly, allegedly, yeah, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> On this yeah. podcast, all of the things are allegedly. We, we, we don't know anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, also they had to. WTATO official. <laughs> Um, we, they have to pay a £10 million fine which is less than the £40 million that they had to pay uh, that they would have had to pay before um, it is pocket change for City and it's just a shame they're only going to pay spend £50 million <laughs> <laughs> yeah trust um, Gary, Gary Neville called that in February he said that you know, they, they probably want to go through and all this kind of stuff. It's just a shame, you know, that um, you have like two different types of clubs, both at the top ends of, of the English game, where you have Liverpool who do the things the right way and, mm. and bring in the players um, by generating revenue from selling players and whatever, whatever. And then you have Man City who are owned by a country and can literally just go by anyone uh, and they get away with it. So shout out you from you- done. Yeah, well it, it just it just sets a precedent now that yeah. basically don't adhere to any of the rules that we're putting in front of you because even if you don't, we'll give you a little slap on the wrist, basically. we'll ask you for some pocket change, and we'll move on. <laughs> basically, I think what, 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 what
bro, he was sending for La Liga's president. Have you seen that? <laughs> no. He yeah. was going sick, bro. He actually, they actually properly sent for him because he was. I can't remember. It's something like Talebos or something. But yeah. I think it was this morning he come out and he was basically saying like this is a shambles. Mourinho has come out and said it's a shambles. Jovan Klopp has come out and said. Well, he's tried to be a bit nicer about it. He's like, I'm glad they can play Champions League football next season, but oh, this, nice this should not, this should not, mm. like, this is a shambles, basically, he said. Yeah. It's wrong. Bare people have come out and said that. This is, and, and then, and now Pep's trying to make it, like, some, some, it's us against the world type thing. Like, yeah. it's not. Like, you, basically, just, you just take, you just go in. Basically, Pep said, it's a good day for football because Man City play football the right way. And we do things the right way. We won championships playing on the pitch, blah, 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 which we all know is, you know, when you spend 300 million on, yeah. on left backs, that, that you're like. <laughs> and uh, I think what Mox said a little bit was, my, it, they, they're lucky. Like, um, they, even the Sheikh Monsoon family, the fact that they bought Man City was a flip of a coin, man. They, mm-hmm. they saw a team that was, that was cheap, that was in a decent built-up area. So they thought, okay, ooh, they're interesting. Let me go get them. And and that's how the, the great and powerful Man City came to be, isn't it? Mm. It could have been anyone. You could have seen you could see Norwich Norwich City wouldn't be in Champions League football if it, if it wasn't, you know, if it was in their yeah. favour. That's true. Can I um, say, yeah, just quickly, just quickly before we move on, sorry, Gino. Um the audacity for Jose Mourinho to pipe up here. Bro, that's oh, the whole <laughs> 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 Tony Pulis, man, to allow it. Check he's got no just got Daniel Levy there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got the quote okay. here from Klopp. Um, I don't think it was a good day for football, to be honest. Financial fair play is a good idea. It is there to protect teams and the competition so that nobody overspends and to make sure that money they want to spend is based on the right sources. So, I, yeah. you know... Mm. It is. I mean, at this point, it is what it is. We all knew that Man City were going to play Champions League football. I mean, yeah. I think the only people shocked are actually. I don't think anyone is shocked. No. I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, moving on. Um, get this right. Goals in La Liga, yeah. So players who have yeah. scored goals in La Liga. So Ronaldinho has 70 goals in La Liga. Figo yeah. has 66 goals in La Liga. Xavi yeah. has uh, 58 goals in La Liga. Zine, the great Zinedine Zidane has 33 goals in La Liga. And above them all is one Sergio man. Ramos. Sergio, Sergio Ramos. Ramos. With yeah, seven goals in La Liga. Yeah, like so mad. I, I oh. had 69 of the penalties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? 69 of the penalties? No, no. I'm going to be joking. Cool. Okay, but no, no. I'm not. Yeah, I grabbed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he he's like Real Madrid's. Isn't he like tenth or ninth in their all-time yeah. top goal yeah, scorers? Yeah, yeah. Which and, is uh, just mad. And it's all types of goals. There's pens, there's headers from corners, there's free kicks. Bro, he started bagging free kicks recently. What's going on? There, there was a joke going around that um, Sergio Ramos has scored more go- goals from free kicks than Ronaldo. Uh, but then Ronaldo scored one last weekend, so it, it kind of nullified that one. The yeah, is that Benzema waited almost 10 years yeah, for Ronaldo to go so he can be the penalty taker. And Ramos... <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. true. Um, so... they got Real Madrid, though. One win and they win the league. So, yeah. yeah. You know what? They've handled the restart well. I think they've won, they've won every, every, every game. Right? Every game. Every game. Yeah. Every game. Wow. 21 uh, goal scorers as well. That's mad. 
21 different goal scorers. Different goal scorers this season. I did not see that. That's actually... That is impressive. So, um, staying in Spain, um, the the other team, the other big team in Spain, Barcelona, get this. Since Neymar has left, um, remember, Neymar left for like 200-something million. Um, since Since he left, Paulinho... 40 million, Coutinho, 150 million, Artur, 31 million, Malcolm, 41 million, De Jong, 75 million, Neto, 26 million, Junior, 18 million, not me, um, <laughs> Dembele, 122 million, Mina, 11 million, Longley, uh, 35 million, Vidal, 18 million, Pjanic, 60 million, Griezmann, 120 million, and Braithwaite, um, 18 million, a grand total of 767 wow. since Neymar has left. And they still haven't paid us back for Fabregas. <laughs> <laughs> that is mad. That is crazy, Ooh. right? And how wow. many, how many, how many set eights is in that list, bro? <laughs> yeah, literally. literally. Yeah, uh. dead, uh, there's some dead names on here. Um, cool. Moving on really quickly, teenagers. Yeah. So there's been a lot of talk about teenagers because Mason Greenwood's having a really great season. 27 yeah. games, nine oh, goals. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, so here are some other teenagers in the Premier League who who um, had decent seasons. And let's see how many of them went on to do great things. Uh-huh. So the, the first one on the list is um, the great Francis Jeffers. He played 14 games for Everton and scored six goals at 18 years old. We all know how that one ended. Well, at least Arsenal fans do. Um, 18-year-old Marcus Rashford, 11 games, five goals. 18-year-old Alan Smith for Leeds United, 21 games, 7 goals. 17-year-old Wayne Rooney, 33 games, 6 goals. Wow. 18-year-old Wayne Rooney, 34 games, 9 goals, both for Everton. And then I think the most impressive is 36 um, games and 18 goals for an 18-year-old Michael Owen. Yeah, wow, yeah, that's brilliant. Oh, oh my word. That guy peaked before his peak, man. It's so unfortunate. Yeah, it's so unfortunate. Yeah. But that, and that's injuries didn't help as well. 18 years old and playing 36 out of 38 Premier League games. Ooh. 18 goals. That's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, and, and how old was he when he won when he won Ballon d'Or? I thought he was in the early 20s. 20, 22 maybe. Oh, yeah. Max. Wow. Yeah. He was really young. Um, and then two more things for me, and then I guess we can um, call it a day. Um, what happened to Liverpool? And they drew. Uh, we drew with Burnley. Oh yeah. The game was all right. Nick Pope was exceptional. Um, let's move on. He <laughs> <laughs> played good though. Yeah. No, I have to be honest. Yeah, Burnley. I used to kind of not like Burnley. I don't mind Burnley, you know. They're doing things the, the right way in in this in the sense that they don't spend stupid amounts of money. They Sean they've they've been loyal to Sean Dice. He's repaid that loyalty and that faith. There, there's nothing to not like other than maybe the style of football for three four years ago when it was super Route One and you could compare them to Stoke maybe. But now. The way they came to Anfield and played the other day and they came with bravery and they didn't come and just sit back with eight men behind the ball. They actually played the game like it was uh, Norwich at home. They really came for us. And like I've been screaming for so long, I don't know if any of you have watched that game, 
Nick Pope has to be England's number one going into the Euros. Over Henderson for me, 100%. And Pickford, I wouldn't even have him in the squad. Oh, he's... I'd I'd take take him as number three, whatever. But Nick Pope, for me, he has to be England's number one. He was so so good. You see what I noticed about Mark here? Is he only respects people who do work at Liverpool? (laughs) 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 Wow. Because he played work at Liverpool. Through Tanganga. Yeah, man, come on, big up Tanganga. Tanganga, no, 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 but no, no, no. But I've been. If you listen back to the our episodes from from weeks and months back, I was screaming, Nick Pope has to be in his number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's thick. He's sick. He's got bare clean sheets as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, Henderson has the most for English goalie. I think Henderson has the most for an English goalie in the Premier League. But, no, Pope's uh, top. Pope's top of it. Oh, top. Oh, okay. Pope's top on his own as well. One above Allison. Pope's had a really good season, like a really, really good season. Yeah, he has. Um, well, that was a quick Liverpool discussion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Does you know why? Because the podcasts in the far, in the past few weeks have been quite like Liverpool heavy, so it's nice in a way for me. Anyway, I don't know. The listeners want more. We'll give them more next week. But S- says the just... Premier League champion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen, I've done. I've been happy. I've done my floating, uh, and and I've and I've. Um, you know what? I've enjoyed today just focusing elsewhere. I've got to be honest. Um, it's a nice little ride for me. Liverpool <laughs> <laughs> don't it up, do they, bro? Did you see um, Roberts, Robert, Rob, what's it, Robertson? No, I, oh, bro, you're going to make me get into it. I love that attitude, though. I, I love that. No, don't relax, man. Don't relax. <laughs> don't bro, be passionate and show me that passion as well because I love that. Abdi's just sour. Because no Arsenal players show any kind of passion at no points in the game. Listen, so, Premier League champions, 95 points at the moment, and you're still screaming at the ref. I love that. Yeah, show, no, that's keep brilliant. showing me that. I love that. 100%. You don't, you, otherwise, you're not going to progress even further. If you can't, if you can't, when you're at your highest of highs, if you relax yeah. then, you're, yeah. I don't want to see 100%. you relax. I love seeing that. I have to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Mark's passion love speech there. Uh, so we'll move on. Uh, sl- slightly on. Um, this is slightly related to Liverpool. So Akin Fenwar is finally a championship yeah, player. And uh, Jurgen, he, he demanded oh, yeah. a WhatsApp from Jurgen Klopp. And, the thing had delivered. <laughs> and he delivered. Of course. You see how happy he was. He was chuffed. Oh, yeah. Bro, the, the Liverpool yeah. man love him, you know. Like, uh, Virgil tweeted him. Henderson tweeted him. They're all tweeting him. Like, congrats, big man. I just thought it was so funny, like, seeing... One of the funniest yeah. interviews I've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I smiled the whole way through, man. I've got to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, no, like, so... Say it again. Say it again. Say, say it again. Hey, what, what did we do? for the back. No, but just quickly as well, you have to big up Wickham as a club. Yeah. Because this is now yep. the furthest they've ever... Ever yeah. been in in the English pyramid? They've never played championship yeah. football before. That's as big for them as it is for Akin Fenwar. This is it's big for everyone involved there. Yeah, no. The thing about Akin Fenwar, yeah, the way he plays, he can keep going, man. Like he he doesn't he doesn't play with pace. He plays yeah. with strength, so he can just keep on going for another two, three years. <laughs> <laughs> he's thirty-eight. And I'll be real. Yeah, no, no, no. He's thirty-eight. I'm pretty Whoa. certain. Like, someone fact check me, maybe, but I'm pretty certain he's thirty-eight. Uh, he I, I, I'll be real. Like he'll he probably stay it, on. He don't look it at all. He'll probably stay on uh, in with them in the Champions next Championship next season. I'll be real. He, he, he does deserve it, but 
I just I see him being a maybe slightly just off pace due to like age and I don't know. I get that. I get that. Now I think he he could be one of those players to hold the ball up and um but I think he'll be like an impact sub as well. I don't he think will, he's yeah. going to be like their main striker. I think he played half an hour of the playoff final and it'll probably be like that next season. 20, yeah, 30 probably, minutes. Yeah. Huh? Uh sweating bear. <laughs> um, just quickly i forgot to say this when we we're talking about sergio ramos yeah so this is a quote from one of his rivals let's see if you can guess what where in in spain this this quote is from it's going to be difficult in reference to catching real madrid they have one of the deadliest duos in the world right now var and penaldo <laughs> jr <laughs> um so it's someone okay. from Barca. It is PK. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard this before? <laughs> oh, he's not going to answer. No, no. I don't know. You're talking to me, bro. But no, you're the only one who answered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hates Real Madrid more than PK, bro. It's true. Yeah, it would have been true. PK um, coming with that witty banter, yeah. Do you <laughs> know what? Actually, not even. But Ram probably meant that with his chest. He probably did. Yeah, they, they, they don't. I don't think they like each other. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, they, yeah. they definitely hate towards each other. And they play centre-back partnership in Spain as well. So that's fun. That's always fun. Yeah. Um, another quote for you guys. Um, people say, what's the city like? I have no idea. I've never been in. I train, I work hard, I go home and recover and train the next day. It's just a simple life and I just put everything into football. That's uh, an Arsenal fullback, Kieran Tierney. Oh, you oh, saying not letting the yeah. people guess now? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? What? So he 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 just keeps himself to himself, goes to training, goes home, chills. Yeah, um, plays video games with his friends, and that's it. Really? No, you know what? I can see Love that. that the simple it, life. Wasn't it that um, I saw footage where you know when the players come in with their like Louis Vuitton Tesco bags bag. or whatever Tesco bag, man. Come on, big up Tesco. Now I rate that, you know. <laughs> I rate that as well. I love. That. Um, in 2018, some. Football legends retired. I don't know if you guys remember all of the players that retired in 2018, but these football legends, like I was shocked that all of these guys retired at the same time. So, Robbie Keane, John Terry, Ronaldinho. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So I have to slow you down. No, no, no. Oh, Abdi, don't, don't even say what you're going to say. Respect, respect <laughs> Robbie Keane. Yeah, no, he is a legend. Come on, for come Ireland. On. Respect Robbie Keane. Come on, come on. Respect. I didn't hear a word you Abby, said. Abby, you don't want the Irish guys to come after you, man. <laughs> Trust me. Nah, he's a cult hero, my friend. I'm you one of them. I'll be knocking Irish. on your door this evening. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll start We're again. I'll start again. I'll start the list again. Robbie Keane. No stutter. Uh, John Terry. Ronaldinho. Didier Drogba. Michael Carrick. Van der Vaart. Uh, Thiago oh, Mota. And Clint Dempsey. All retired wow, at the same time. The American Don. I remember him. Yeah, what other Clint Dempsey do you know? <laughs> he played he played for you guys. I know, I know, remember. Number two. God. Number Bad. two. We almost very almost signed him as well. Uh, and that's yeah. it from me. If anyone else has anything else um, that they want to North London is white. <laughs> and so thank you for listening. This is <laughs> You know what, Junior? The irony that you're wearing a white T-shirt. I just, I love that. It's white. It's not lily white. So anyway. Anyway. Uh, whatever nonsense that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what about that Italian next week? Huh? 
<laughs> You're not allowed back next week, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, Arjun's taking your place. Arjun's A quick substitution next week. Arjun comes back. Can you easily take my place? He's been great. Take the day on. On, oh wait, 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 wait! Before we end, I can't, I cannot, I must not, I shan't. Go on. on Thursday, um, our very first guest has a birthday, so shout out Elijah, happy birthday! Um, uh, hope you enjoy your day, and uh, yeah, big up Elijah on Thursday. Um, yeah. Happy big birthday, my man! Happy birthday, mate! Legend. Uh, Abdi has nothing to say. Oh, no, no, I'm just looking at... Blame the camera. There's Wigan, Wigan versus Hull, and Wigan are 7-0 up at half-time. What? What? What now? Shut what? up. Ah. You're 7-0 I'm up. Swear to God. Oh, my days, he's not lying. Wigan. Oh. oh, my days. <laughs> These four players not, better not come back, back out for half time Trust. Get Jimmy Bullard, man. Give him a team talk on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> M1s. Seven nil at half time. Yeah, that's mental. Joke. They're trying yeah, to run into that nine nil defeat they held a, uh, years back. Against <laughs> Yeah. They need to get out of their system. They need to make this nine and then it's, that's, it's wiped out. And the maddest thing is, is that Hull are, are in the bottom three as well. So they could get. Are they? they? Yeah. Hull. 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 So they're probably going to go down because they're going to get 12 points. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, that. I know. Uh, they're on 57 points, and if they got, yeah, they would, yeah. No, they'd go level on points with Hull, but Bruh. with a stronger goal difference. Quite good for them, yeah. Yeah, the bruv, they've just they've just swung a plus 14 goal difference between them and Hull. Well, yeah. depending on what the score finishes in this game, but. And, and then also they've had a really good um, um, restart to the championship as well. They've won bare games, um, but yeah. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, we're waffling. Uh, so, <laughs> so bottom line is, you know, big up Chelsea, uh, Spurs won, and um, Abdi doesn't care about Elijah's birthday. And uh, <laughs> yeah, happy birthday, Elijah! I said happy birthday. Enjoy. Uh, thank you, Arjun, for for joining us today. Um, yeah, um, thank you. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure. Um, and yeah, it was, it's it's good to talk about a club that we haven't talked about in. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so this has been episode 44. It's going to be on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere there are podcasts. Um, and we'll be back next week with episode 45. Um, stay safe. Peace. Lovely stuff. Peace, Peace. out. Bye, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.